Meet Three Wishes, a high-protein, low-sugar, grain-free breakfast cereal that tastes like the cereals of your childhood, made with modern-day clean ingredients. Three Wishes contains ingredients such as chickpeas, pea protein, and tapioca, a feat of food science that took two years of development, and comes in four flavors, cocoa, cinnamon, honey, and unsweetened. Three Wishes is a plant-based, gluten-free certified cereal free from wheat, dairy, soy, oats, corn, rice, and peanuts. With 70% less sugar and as much as eight times the protein of their decadent counterparts, there's nothing on the shelf like it. Right now, Three Wishes is offering our listeners 10% off with the code PODCAST10. Head to their website at www.3wishescereal.com to shop and learn more. Today's episode is brought to you by Kind Bar. Kind is deeply committed to crafting food with real, recognizable ingredients, a disruptive notion that sparked the creation of a new healthy snacking category. Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo, to shift the food industry, and empower their community and our listeners to make better, informed choices about health. Kindness can be a transformative force for good, and that is why we're teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring our listeners 10% or 15% off for military, teachers, students, first responders, doctors, and nurses. Go to podgo.co slash kind. That's podgo.co slash kind. Kind Bar, creating a kinder and healthier world, one act, one snack at a time. Welcome to 3-Minute Movie Reviews. I'm Kim Holman. And I'm Michael Russell. In this podcast, Michael and I will spend three minutes, approximately, talking about a movie. And just like last week, Kim, we're doing things differently around here. That is correct. Can you, Michael, remind everyone of what we're up to? We are, uh, we watched a movie. Um, <laughs> then now, in a moment, we're going we're gonna to flip a coin. And the winner gets to decide whether they will be saying throughout the three minutes uh, whether what we watched was a good movie or a bad movie. The loser then needs to do the remaining option. All right. That's it. So this week, our movie was 1968's Barbarella. And I'm going to flip a coin. Michael, pick heads or tails? Tails never fails. Tails never fails. Here we go. And tails never failed. <laughs> hey, what do you want? <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm going to be kind. Yes. And I'm going to pick that this was a good movie. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Let's set the three minute timer and get going. Um. So I feel like sure I didn't watch this with the lens that this was 1968. I did. Well, watch your this. first problem. I know. I know. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I did watch this with the lens that I am a huge Jane Fonda fan. I love her then, now, whatever. But it still didn't do it for me. So, how Michael Russell would you argue this is a good movie? Well, this is a, a late 1960s sex gray sci-fi uh, <laughs> with quite a bit of comedy in it, and and you need to embrace the fact that this is. One of the movies that really kickstarted the sex kitten craze of Jane Fonda. Um, and we got to see a lot of her in this movie. So if you're here for that, OK, um, but you can stick around for really to me. What was what's really great about this movie is the expansive set design and world building that really is here because there's a lot of it. There okay. really is. I see it. I see your point. Um, I would argue, I think that. Well, I'm very pro like, all right, let's like sexually liberate women on camera. And I do like think that angle 
is respectable. I think I could still tell it was like written by a man from a man's lens. And it was very like, it just felt very canned to me. I mean, I can't fight you there. Um, (laughs) She was at least in the beginning of the movie, certainly presented herself as a strong female character. And then quickly we delved into the typical tropes of she got into trouble and was rescued by a man. Sure. Um, And then in the sex comedy that you would expect, it was that then she would reward said man with sex. So there were there were issues with that story. I'm not going to doubt that. But, you know, we are a uh, advanced civilization by the time of this movie. I think it's supposed to be like four thousand is the year or something like that. So there there is a lot of things that have changed. So you need to. Um, really embrace the absurdity of the future to a certain extent. But would you embrace the absurdity of the future as far as the creepy children with the cannibal dolls? I mean, I don't know the the society that they came from, but obviously this is some form of entertainment for them in the roving <laughs> Iceland. I mean, it's like you didn't even watch the movie, Kim. They're, they, <laughs> they, they're, we're in a different planet in the future. Things are different than Kim. I guess so. Children aren't different. And dolls aren't different, but the fact that these the dolls, dolls had very sharp teeth. <laughs> Indeed. I think that like maybe 20 minutes into the movie was where I start to be like, and nope, this is not for me. <laughs> you need uh, to embrace the absurdity of having a blind angel who refines the will to fly after having sex with Jane Fonda. Right. I mean, I believe in Jane Fonda, but the whole, I don't know, the whole angel situation was a lot. Yeah. Um, I will give you in the last like few seconds that we have. I loved that opening scene. I was here for it. Um, I was like, this is a weird, I didn't know anything about this movie coming into it, but I was like, we are here for the astronaut, really strange burlesque performance art situation. I was like, I'm pretty sure this is high art. And then it quickly fell all the way down the well for me from there. But I'll give you that opening scene. I mean, I, I will say there were some pretty dramatic tone shifts throughout the film. Um, I think the movie was best when it didn't try to be too comedic um, is when it kind of went off the rails a little bit. And I can't say the name of the password, which is that really long name of that town in Wales. All I know is it ends with go, go, go. So just props let Jane Fonda and the other actor who was in there were both able to say it perfectly multiple times. It was pretty impressive. I suppose. And then otherwise we'll just hope for the best that I don't have nightmares tonight when I go to sleep. (laughs) And I guess with that, we uh, (laughs) conclude our three minute movie review slash debate of the validity of 1968's Barbarella. Do you have an idea for a movie you want us to watch and debate? Let us know on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where our handle is at 3 Min Movie Reviews. We're also on Letterboxd. I'm Michael Russell. And I'm Kim Holman. See you next time. <laughs> <laughs>